Welcome back to Views from Third Man. For those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where I look at the events in world cricket from a fan's point of view. And if you're a cricket fan, you'll be excited to know that the World Cup is starting in just a couple of days. This World Cup is happening in India and it might be the last time we enjoy quality one-day international cricket. Now, the whole conversation on what's the future of one-day cricket, that's for another day. But today, we're looking at India's squad for this World Cup and a couple of important things that the Indian cricket team should look at. And let's start with talking about those important things. I think two things. One, there's home pressure, home comfort, but also home expectations. Having the World Cup at home will bring a sense of comfort to the Indian cricket team. Does that mean that India start favourites just because they know the conditions well? I actually don't think so. And I don't think that works in India's favour simply because of the number of players from the other squads who've played in India for a long period of time because of the IPL. Indian conditions, especially in limited overs cricket, where there'll be good batting grounds, which I'm sure will happen in this World Cup, especially at this time of the year in India. These conditions aren't something that are unfamiliar to a lot of players, especially the experienced senior pros in this tournament. Look at Australia and South Africa, for example. David Warner knows the Hyderabad ground like the back of his hand. Mitch Stark can bowl pretty much anywhere. Somebody like Rashid Khan is an ace pro at bowling spin on Indian wickets specifically. I mean, Rashid Khan could bowl well anywhere, but specifically in India, he'll have a very good understanding of the conditions. So I don't think conditions are something that give India a massive advantage over the other teams. But another thing that the Indian team needs to look at is the pressure that comes with this World Cup. For the last 10 years, India have made the semi-finals and finals of almost every ICC tournament and there have been a lot of them. India have not won a single one of those tournaments since 2013. The Champions Trophy 2013 was the last ICC trophy that India won. 2011 World Cup, World Cup was at home, India won. It's almost come full circle. The World Cup is back at home and a whole generation of Indian cricketers have grown, matured and become the senior pros and the captains in this team. Is this their last chance to win a World Cup? Is Rohit Sharma going to play another ODI World Cup? Is Ravi Chandan Ashwin going to be around in 2027? Will Virat Kohli's fitness and intensity allow him to play that World Cup in Australia? You really don't know where the careers of these players are going after this tournament and also what the future of the ODI format is. So this might genuinely be the last shot for this group of Indian players to say, we've played so well over the last 10 years, this is our time to win the trophy. And there's various reasons why I think India can win the World Cup. And the most important is the options that they have in their squad. So let's just look at what that squad looks like. Rohit Sharma and Hardik Pandya as captain and vice-captain, Shubman Gill, Virat Kohli, Shreya Sayar, KL Rahul, Ravindra Jadeja, Shardul Thakur, Jaspreet Bumrah, Mohammad Siraj, Kuldeep Yadav, Mohammad Shami, Ishan Kishan, Surya Kumar Yadav, and a surprise entry in the last moment, Ravi Chandran Ashwin. Now, I think this squad is a very good mix of young blood and experienced players. And I think India's first 11 sort of picks itself. Rohit Sharma and Shubman Gill to open the batting and that will be key for India like the top order always is. Rohit is playing different kind of innings than before. He's getting a quick fire 60 to get momentum going in the game rather than digging in and getting one of his daddy hundreds like he used to in the past. The hitman is playing a different role because Shubman Gill at the other hand is your fearless youngster and I think for India to do very well in this World Cup their number 2 and number 4 need to have good tournaments and support number 1 and 3. 
because Virat Kohli and Shreyas Iyer will be as vital as Rohit Sharma and Shubman Gill and I think those four sort of have to work in tandem this is a side that has a lot of potential but given the injuries that have happened and the players that have been sort of in and out of the side Shreyas Iyer KL Rahul struggling with injury KL Rahul will come in at 5 Shubman Gill just having come into the one day international format though he's done really well the experienced pros are Rohit Sharma Virat Kohli and then Ravi Chandran Ashwin and Ravindra Jadeja at 7 and 8 so the batting really has to be centered around the experienced pros but like in 2011 where there was Tendulkar there was Sehwag but the players who really made the impact were a young Kohli a young Yuvraj Singh a young Gautam Gambhir I think similarly Shubman Gill Shreyas Iyer and KL Rahul will all have to play very important supporting roles if India are to do well in this world cup Another important player will come in at number 6 Hardik Pandya will have to go back to that role of a bonafide destructive finisher his strike rate at the end in one day international cricket has come down and though as a bowler he's been doing really well in his fitness is back the destructive Hardik Pandya who can hit sixes off the spinners in the middle overs especially has not returned yet that's one thing india will be looking at jadeja i don't think you need to worry about zavinder jadeja despite his batting and bowling form he's the kind of player who again has that experience to step up when it counts and we saw that in 2019 in the semi final as well depending on conditions one of shardul thakur or ravi chandran ashwin will play at 8 you'll have kuldeep yadav and two fast bowlers i think siraj will play every single game and you'll have one of shami or bumrah i think bumrah will start this world cup and in but it's a long tournament if india win the final that's 11 odi games over the span of just 6 weeks that's a lot of cricket all over the country and bumrah's fitness is something the team will look at that's why i think bumrah and shami one of the two will play i think bumrah will end up playing 7 or 8 games but i wouldn't be surprised if shami gets a couple of games in the world cup just so that bumrah can rest for a while so what's going in india's favor what are the sort of players or parts of the game where india are good at dominating and i think the first is mohammad siraj in the power play post the 2019 world cup taking wickets up front was something that india struggled with and i think siraj has come in and completely changed the game he's currently the number one ranked odi bowler in the world and that's not because of his economy rate the death like it is with bumrah or his ability to take wickets in the middle overs It's his ability to swing the ball up front and run through the top orders of sides. We saw that in the Asia Cup final against Sri Lanka, and if Siraj can produce performances that are even one third of as good as that consistently in the World Cup, then taking wickets up front immediately puts the opposition on the back foot. I think that's important because India's other weakness is chasing big scores. chasing a score like 350 or even 300 plus is incredibly difficult for this indian side not because they don't have the talent or the ability to do it but because they don't have the experience shubman gill is new in the side still he's only a year and a half old in international cricket Shreyas Iyer and KL Rahul have both been around for a long time but Shreyas Iyer has been subject to a lot of injuries especially post the 2022 T20 World Cup and KL Rahul as well doesn't have as much experience batting at number 5 number 4 of course is a perennial question in Indian cricket so therefore you're looking at Virat Kohli and Rohit Sharma and you're saying that you need their experience to guide you through those big chases they don't necessarily have to be the people scoring at 7 8 and over but they just need to be around So whenever India is chasing those two will always be key. I think those are two weaknesses India have 
If Siraj doesn't get wickets up front, what happens? And in a big run chase, if Kohli and Rohit get out, how does India go about winning that run chase? But I think there's a couple of things that also go in India's favour. And that's with, and the biggest factor for that really is Shubman Gill, where India may not be good at chasing down big scores, but they are very good at setting humongous scores. We saw that in the series against Australia. Shubman Gill gets 100, Shreya Sayal gets 100, Surya Kumar Yadav comes in in a situation that's so similar to T20 cricket and just blows the opposition away. And India get close to 400 against Australia. That's a ridiculously high total. Kuldeep Yadav comes in and gets a hat-trick in the middle overs. Something like that happens. India have players who are capable of stepping up at crucial moments in the game. And it's all players who are relatively inexperienced or young in terms of age and want to win this World Cup. So the balance of experience and young blood is something that will help India in this World Cup. But I think if India want to win, it will come from the youngsters. You can't rely on Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli, Ashwin, Jadeja and Shami to win you this World Cup. There's a lot of experience over there, but there's also a lot of baggage from pe- from previous ICC tournaments. If India are to win, Hardik Pandya will have to step up, Shubman Gill will have to step up, Shreyas Ayer will have to step up. The young blood will have to do well. If that can happen, then India will win this tournament.